This episode of the Land Bulletin Podcast is brought to you by Explora, a company of lodges and explorations present in the most remote corners of South America with the purpose of deeply understanding each territory and thus promoting its conservation and care. Welcome to the Land Bulletin Podcast, where we discuss a wide range of topics impacting landowners, ranchers, and future land buyers. I'm your host, Haley Murr. Nestled deep within the Chilean Patagonia lies one of the most significant landscapes in South America, Torres del Paine. Spanning nearly half a million acres, this national park is home to natural glaciers, native forests, lakes, and rivers, including the geological natural wonder known as Torres del Paine. Last month, the founder of Murr Ranch Group, Ken, and I were able to visit the park and experience our newest offering in Chile, the Conservation Reserve at Torres del Paine. During our trip, we got to experience the level of service members of the reserve will experience from the explorations on the reserve and in the park to the other hospitality concierge services at the existing lodge. Through our conversations and tours of the reserve, we acquired a deeper understanding of the conservation initiatives happening on the property, what the benefits would be for owners, and what a day in the life would look like as a member of this global community. Let's see what we discovered during our trip down south. We might actually have to invest ourselves after this trip. All right, so welcome to the Land Bulletin Podcast. Um, we are brought to you a little bit differently this time round. We find ourselves in Torres del Paine. You can't really see them right now, unfortunately, because... Shrouded in mystery. Because Patagonia is an interesting and mysterious place that changes on the dimes, just like Colorado. But behind us are, and we'll show you pictures kind of in the comments, but the Torres del Paine is directly behind us, and we are staying at the existing Explora Lodge within the National Park. Yeah, it's a lovely place. The footprint here, you know, right at the base of these mountains in the National Park, they have a concession that they started and they built this in 93, and it's pretty extraordinary. Yeah, uh, the service from the beginning to the end. Sadly, this is our last day, and it looks like this, but from beginning to end, Explora, they picked us up from the airport at Puerto Natales after our trip here, took us to the lodge and they've wined and dined us and serviced us better than most experiences I've had. Yeah. I mean, it's different because here you are in an area that is so remote. You know, we've been to Africa and I'm Abercrombie and Kent, some of the higher destination kind of places that they have there, which were all were very cool and, and amazing. But here it's, it's really about the place that, you know, you're, you've got the Patagonian ice fields nearby, you have these fjords, you have, we drove by guanacas, flamingos, um, you know, all the animals that, you know, oh, there's another condor, casual. You know, that that is, is truly amazing. So it, it has to do a lot with the, the outdoors and the, and the recreation, the hiking, those type of things. Uh, to experience those is really important here. No, it really makes it this unique experience. And we are so humbled and honored to be partnering with them with kind of their next venture. And the reason we're down here is their debut conservation reserve, um, mm -hmm. just northeast of the park at the conservation reserve at Torres del Paine. Right, yeah, we had a uh, chance to, we've been working on this for a while and they've been talking with Nature Conservancy and others, you know, with their goal of saving a million hectares over time, 
the family, the company, they really, you know, they, they know how important preserving and protecting these wild places are, these parks. The goal here is to capitalize really on, on their name and what they do and then provide a level of uh, care, luxury, you know, for people who want to come down here and enjoy it on a more personal basis. Mm-hmm. And just kind of the structure of, you know, we had the opportunity to work with people that work at Explora, um, Juan Pablo, who we've been working with very closely, and we'll have an incredible interview with him coming out shortly. But he uh, took us to the reserve after mm-hmm. staying at the lo- existing lodge. And that's for people who are interested. That's kind of how it'll, it'll work. You'll stay at the lodge and then they'll take you to the reserve. The res- yeah, yeah, front and back, however it works. Uh, they're in a construction phase right now of building mm-hmm. all, all, the, all the premises, uh, you know, the, the, the guest house. Uh, the King Show is up. The stables are up. And yeah, it was it was a lovely drive. You know, you go through basically the entire park, so you're within the park for the most part, driving all the way, um, you know, over to the uh, to the reserve. And they chose the reserve primarily how it's situated on more on the north end, different kind of view set of Torres del Paine in the national park, where actually you see some of the you know three major. Uh, individual towers that we cannot see from here. <laughs> no. Well, not, <laughs> not only can you not see them because of the clouds, but they're, they're shrouded even by other mountains. So mm-hmm. it's a really cool op- opportunity to also uh, be a part of and, and own a part of a, a estancia here in Chile that has this incredible view, but also has, uh, you know, projects that they're working on, you know, that it joins you know, very close to the park boundary. They're doing some deforestation projects, but th- the drive was amazing mm-hmm. over. So it's basically your driveway is National Park Road to, to get to your your reserve. And while, while we drove, it was awesome because we didn't see any pumas, which next time we come, hopefully we see those. Yeah, you, you can. I, I was amazed that people actually do see pumas because I've lived in Colorado for years and rarely see a mountain lion. Yeah. So, um, But, I mean, we did see... Uh, we saw a, flam- a ton of flamencos. Well, yeah, which- flamingos. You're driving out in this, you know, unique landscape, and here's a p- pink birds. Why are they here, right? <laughs> and we we saw the, uh, oh gosh, now after seeing the guanacos, I've seen so many yeah. since being here. They're just kind of like deer at this point. But guanacos, along the way, they're amazing. They kind of look like wild llamas mixed with deer. Camel, um, camel, maybe, um, yeah. but they're all over the place, um, and it's really incredible. And the reserve itself, and one of the the many things that they're trying to do, um, it's winter habitat for guanaco. So yeah. you will see uh, in kind of the main grasslands of the reserve. Yeah, the kind of the main valley. Mm-hmm. They'll hundreds of them. Hundreds. Kind of like you know, we have uh, Jackson Hole has like a egg uh, elk preserve there just north of Jackson Hole. It's very similar in that situation. Mm-hmm. And they're doing working on reforestation projects. But, I mean, those are, I mean, because this is different, right? Down here, you don't have the same level of mammals, but the bird species are incredible. Mm-hmm. All different types of birds that you see along. So if you're a birder, that's really neat. And, and, and the trees, of course, different forests, and they're doing reforestation projects. Uh, because on some of these lands over the years, these ranches were turned into livestock operations, and they thought back in the day it was a good idea to burn down the forests and create more grasslands. And so they're changing that mm-hmm. uh, through their stewardship and also working on 
other grazing techniques, holistic grazing, uh, but reforestation projects. You know, and they're they're designing trails on some of the property, which is cool. We were able to work and hike some of those trails mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, so that that was pretty amazing. And all of the planning, kind of all these these different management techniques, the trail system, where the parcels are located within the reserve, were planned through the work with TNC. So the Nature mm-hmm. Conservancy worked with Explora to figure out, okay, where can we put all these things where it's not only the amenities are easily accessible by everyone but the flora and fauna are protected in such a way where you have those view sheds forever. You are able to enjoy the reserve at full capacity while also preserving a lot of the important aspects of it. Yeah, they, they preserve, of course, the, the, the view sheds for those who are buying down here, but they also protect the view sheds from others. I mean, this is a Estancia that's well hidden. You drive up off a road to get to this private bowl kind of highlands up against, you can't, you, you can't see this thing from anywhere else. It's it's raised up a little bit. and So a lot of thought went behind to location of the property and then specifically the land planning aspect. Mm-hmm. And they engage with the National Forest Service that's uh, in Chile, you know, every level of group that needed to be uh, engaged in the process were and consulted. Mm-hmm. So it created a design uh, and use that's in harmony with, with uh, the rest of the land out here. Because it is... You know, Torres del Paine is, is kind of Yellowstone, Yosemite, Glacier, you know, Glacier, all kind of in one mm-hmm. part. Very important uh, treasure mm-hmm. for the Chileans. And, you know, when we even were driving out there, not only is it important, but it's kind of its own microclimate. The, mm-hmm. they, they bought this ranch and they kind of chose this area a while ago. They've owned this land for a bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, it's kind of protected from some of the larger winds. It has this microclimate over there and it's kind yeah. of this oasis. Yeah. They aggregated. This was mm-hmm. not one piece. This was an aggregation of properties over, over a period of time. But like I said, you know, the driveway, you know, we had hikes along the way. So, you know, we, we stopped at various hikes within the national park mm-hmm. along the way. Right. Um, so that was pretty neat. We saw, Essentially, like cave paintings or petroglyphs, petro- petrographs, like we've seen in, in Colorado at times um, from indigenous populations. So you, you you get that breadth of experience from a cultural standpoint. You know, and of course, the views and all that, the flora and fauna. I mean, I'm just trying to remember all the names. I'm terrible. <laughs> no, I forgot. With Spanish. Ago. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So I'm terrible. Um, but you know, some of it is still reminiscent of what we might see in the Intermountain West, you think of it at least, but you know you're a long way away. Yes, very much. And beyond the, the flora and fauna, the, the people that we've met here, from the staff to we, we had an incredible day with the manager of the existing lodge mm-hmm. to the guides. It is a very different group of people that work here that will be also at the reserve to meet you at the airport when they pick you up to guide you along these journeys to mm-hmm. fill your kitchen before you get there. Like they're the, the nicest people and they really understand what service means and what that kind of means with exploratory travel. Well, sort of people, yeah, they, you know, they own, you know, uh, properties in all the way to Easter Island. So you, you are not uh, unable to have that concession unless you do things right. Mm-hmm. So that's clearly, bottom line for them and they hire the training 
we've met a lot of guides and we asked them how they were trained. I mean, cause they were so well versed, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that's part of it. They care, they treat them well. And so the, the, the whole goal was to have this uh, reserve fairly close or within proximity of a lodge that they're operating on so that they can then help utilize some of the folks that are here mm -hmm. and have that same background, that same understanding of what service means to Explora and, and to provide that and, and have this, you know, really nice rapport between the two. So people, when we were up at the Kincho yesterday for an asada barbecue for you, those who don't know. Um, <laughs> and so those were people that were also from the lodge. And so there's, they, they know about it. They understand the importance of it. They understand the relationship between it. And I think that's very helpful. <clears throat> if anything, we've looked at, I, I don't call this like a shared ranch that we have in the Intermountain West or United States. It's different. But what sets us apart is its connectivity to explore. Oh, yeah. They, when you become a member of the reserves, when you buy a lot over there, you be, uh, immediately become a part of their eco society. So, in that eco society, it allows you to not only become a member and use the guest lodge and the quincho in your own home at the reserve, gives you access to all the different hotels around South America that Explora mm -hmm. owns. Yeah, and which that, is that, amazing. And, and they're building beyond uh, what we're seeing today. But yes, we talked about the Atacama Desert. You know, the, Chile itself is. It's the length, it's the, it's length is the width of the United States. Right. So, you know, it's, it's narrow. So you have deserts in the north and you got the ice fields down south and the fjords and all, all this goes into it. It's, it's a huge country. And so you have a desert climate that you can go to, you can go out to Easter Island. They actually have some operations up in Peru and Machu Picchu over the border in Argentina. We're very close to the border here mm -hmm. where we sit today. And the list goes on. And so being able to utilize those other experiences that you can actually travel from place to place to place too while you're down here. Yeah. And they, they even have an airline that connects mm. you. Explora mm. has got it down. Mm. They've got an airline that takes you from place to place if you need it, the service, the level of everything. And then, you know, beyond the Explora people we've met, we've met people from around the world. We've gone on hikes with people from different countries. We had quinchos with people from Bath. We, you know, it's well, the Asada, the Asado. Yeah. you know, even last night we, we shared Pisco Sours with some local Chileans. Mm -hmm. It's a different type of people down here than usual hotels. There are people who are here who want to get dirty and experience the outdoors, but they also understand, you know, what luxury amenities are like. And they're looking for that at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, it, any of these trips and when and wherever we go, uh, I remember in Kilimanjaro, we were staying with people and families. All of those experiences are great because it is an international uh, attraction. It's a, one of seven wonders at one point of the world, you know, somebody referred to it. So it is, it's an attraction. Not a lot of people can make it down here, you know, the cost and everything else and the limitation of number of places and lodges down here. So this is not like the millions of people you may see at our national park. Mm -hmm. It's a, you know, it's a handful of special people that get the chance to come down here. So Number one, it, it, it takes a bit to be a part of it, and it's a commitment to get here. But, yeah, we were with people from England and all parts of Europe, uh, you know, South America, United States. Hell, we ran into somebody from Denver. We did. You know? um, but it's, it's neat because some of these people that were here might be investing in the reserve. So it's a community. You know, you're not only kind of becoming a part of this hospitality group, where you have access to all these things and this beautiful place, but you're also 
joining a community of incredible people. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got four WhatsApp numbers last night from yeah. people around the world who were just interesting. Well, that's the whole goal with Preserve uh, is really to find like-minded people to create yep. a sense of community. With these lodges, sometimes you're here for four days and you kind of move on, where there you're more of a, of a part of something larger. And that's what we're trying to find. That's mm-hmm. the, the type of people you want. You want people who would still feel the need to explore, to adventure. Uh, who appreciate and want to be part of a conservation project that is international in focus and scope to to engage in that and and be a part of probably the one of the most important biospheres you know in the world. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge biosphere from standpoint of like I said the, the ice fields and what's happening here, the glaciers that are right out our window here uh, today. I, this is an important place yes, in, in the world to, to protect and to be able to be engaged in that process is a wonderful opportunity for those who th- that appeals to. Yeah, you know, certainly appeals to me. I know. You know, we were here for the average kind of stay at this lodge even is four days. Mm-hmm. So to be able to have a reserve where you can experience this place for longer yep. and really dive into. I mean, this is just your home base. It's so easy to get to so many other parts of Chile from here. It is. And we were watching, you know, some people actually uh, doing the, what they call the W. It's mm-hmm. a shape within the park and, and, and the zero routes. And here you could actually wake up, do it, you know, be at that base within maybe an hour or something and then go off and do your, your deal and be, and be servicing and then come back after you're done to your home. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. These are, you know, as I saw people waiting for buses to to do all this, I think, wow, wouldn't you love to have a pad down the street that you could do this and have your friends down and experience these things together? Let alone just, I mean, you know, I'm getting to 63. I don't know if I'm climbing so many Alps anymore other than I love to hike, but the hikes themselves that you can have, Mm -hmm. you know, not only just out your door, but the hikes all around the park. It's just, it it truly is incredible. And then, you know, you could drive down to Puerto Natales and jump on a ship and cruise the fjords and, you know, and then go back to your, your house for dinner. It's, I mean, it's like yeah. if, you know, from De- Denver to Steamboat, you know, you're there, but you're dealing with traffic, you're dealing with people and like maybe you can get to Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain National Park. But, you know, again, you don't mm-hmm. want to deal with the traffic here. You get to your house, you kind of choose the adventure you want to go on. You can mm-hmm. be guided if you wanted to. You don't have to be guided if you don't. Mm-hmm. And you just have, I mean, it gives me the chills. I wish we could just stay forever. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Come back. Um, but it really is a, a cool experience yeah, down here. Yeah, and something to be shared. And so we'll be uh, sharing these, going to various cities and hoping, you know, share some of the experiences, what this is all about, how you can get engaged, be involved. I mean, like I said, it's once of a lifetime experience. We have shared ranches and things which are really cool. But the focus here on, on what you're doing and what you're engaging in is, is so important. Mm-hmm. And the goal and the mission and the vision of, of an explorer is, is really compelling. Yeah, and it's intergenerational. You know, they want the families to be involved. They have internships for kids of families who are members of the reserve. I right. mean, their whole thing is just to continue to give back to the environment while also creating a community, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And it's international, which I love. Yeah. So um, we, we've been here for a few days now. 
We're going to have a lot of content coming out, interviews with the manager at the reserve, interviews with Juan Pablo, our new best friend. Mm. Um, we're going to have some kind of content from driving through the reserve and talking about what we've seen. So we'll definitely be sharing some of that. And like Ken said, we're going to be having some events in different cities. So, you know, if you're interested in what this means, because it's a it's a big pie to kind of dissect and understand, come to those or give us a call. Uh, they're actually going to be opening their doors to some select prospects. So if you're interested, there's a way to come down here and see it yeah. and really get an idea and have the same experience we had with the service and the food and the people. While you're a foodie. I'm a foodie, so I yeah, keep talking so about it. <laughs> it's just a sense of adventure. And I've always said that that love of life and that sense of adventure is what keeps you young. And, and to pass that on to your kids, I think that's what this offers. And you can lock and leave and come back and, and know it's here and know it's taken care of. Whereas some places you buy a big estancia out in the middle of nowhere out here. You just don't know you're going to hire a manager and all these things. But here, everything's, you know, the fencing, the roads, it's plug and play. It is. There's some things about if you're gone for a period of time, letting friends stay, mm-hmm. Explorer will manage it for you. There's some other little specifics, but it really is, to your point, lock and leave. And you don't really get that in any ranches we've ever sold down right. in Chile and Argentina. So right. this is definitely a unique and kind of easier experience and way to own land in one of the most beautiful places on the planet. So Yeah, it is. And I wish we could stay longer, but... <laughs> oh, off to Santiago. <laughs> off to Santiago. Well, thanks, Ken, yeah. for coming back on the Land Bulletin. We'll send a lot of photos. There's a lot coming your way. Really, I feel very honored to have been here with you mm-hmm. and to have met these people. So yeah, it's, it's fun. Come back. Yeah, I mean, this is an incredible place and what, what they're doing is it strikes a nerve. I mean, you know, I've been down here coming down Patagonia since 2003, 04, I believe. So this has been pretty exciting for me to get this far down South. One reason or another, never made it to Torres Alpine, but it's, it's everything I thought and more. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. And if you have more questions or want to learn more about um, Explora and the reserve, the conservation reserve down here, please give us a call at 303-623-4545. Or you can email us at Haley or Ken at merranchgroup.com. We need an international number now. <laughs> I think yeah, we do. No, no. Can you give a little Spanish for the, the, the outro if you can? Oh, adios. <laughs> See Bye. you next time. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. I'm Haley Murr, and I made this episode with the help of Bill Boyce of Boyce Collective. We would like to thank all the wonderful people over at Explora for your incredible hospitality while we were down in Chile. Be on the lookout for some of our conversations with those people, including Juan Pablo of the Explora offices. For more information on the reserve, please head to our website and check out murranchgroup.com experience explora. And for more information on the ranch real estate market and other topics relating to ranch ownership, be sure to check out our website at www.murranchgroup.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening to the Land Bulletin Podcast. Adios.